0: The prepared, entered with him into the wedding festivities, and the door was shut. In the name of Jesus, the Lord is always prepared to repeat himself, to teach the same things. He's more than happy to. Are you to learn? Jesus delights in delivering God's word. He spoke to the prophets and the apostles. He sent his spirit to inspire them in their writing, and during his earthly ministry, he didn't just preach the word, but gladly heard and learned it. He keeps his own third commandment. So also he gives us the Bible so that he can continue to teach us throughout all generations. God himself isn't ashamed to teach these things daily. He knows nothing better to teach. He always keeps teaching the same thing and doesn't take up anything new or different. All true saints know nothing better or different to learn and cannot finish learning this. It's only... Sinful imagination to to think that reading or hearing the Catechism once, we know it all and have no further need to read or to learn. Can we finish learning in an hour what God himself cannot finish teaching? He is engaged in teaching this from the beginning of the world to the end of the world. All prophets, together with all saints have been busy learning it, have ever remained students, disciples, and must continue to be so. And the Catechism is nothing but a short and brief summary of all the Holy Scriptures. And so we come to our parable. The five foolish bridesmaids live out the consequences of their being foolish. You could see it coming. Not just because they're called foolish, but because Jesus here is repeating himself. An earlier warning, as you well know, from Matthew 7. Everyone who hears my words and doesn't do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain poured the rivers rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. So also the oilless bridesmaids, try as they might, could not get in. The door was shut. I do not know you. The five wise bridesmaids live out the blessings of being wise to be wise is to set your mind on something and so true wisdom then as far as the bible's concerned is faith in jesus as he also says in matthew 7 everyone who hears my words and does them will be like A wise man who built his house upon the rock. The rain poured, the rivers rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, and it didn't fall, for it was founded upon the rock. So also the bridesmaids, the wise ones, have oil and are prepared. The bridegroom comes and brings them into the wedding feast. This isn't just some fairy tale or moralistic Aesop-like fable. Jesus' warning is true. Watch, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The wise heed his warning, set their minds on him and his word. The foolish don't. And what Jesus portrays, in parables of bridesmaids and builders, is born out in our own lived experience, in your life or the people you know. Whoever rejects his word lives not by every word that comes from his mouth, but by bread alone, which he gives even to all evil people. These are rash and unwise. They spurn their Lord by rejecting, ignoring his word. They determine how much oil is enough. Their miscalculation ends badly. I do not know you. Having their own blueprints for their life, They consign the Lord, his preaching, and his word to church and treat baptism as some dead ritual they did long ago. It ends tragically how great its fall. Not so the wise. Their calculation comes from the bridegroom, they set their mind on him. It's why they're wise. He is Lord, and so he'll come when he chooses. All timing, and so also all oil, preparation, and foundation are his. These are truly watchful and wise. Are you wise or prepared? Will you get into the festivities or just scurry about and get locked out? Can you avoid his eternal, I don't know you? And have then the same confidence as Paul, who said, Then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. You don't need to be afraid, for the bridegroom's delayed. And Second Peter tells you why. The Lord isn't slow in keeping his promise, as some think about slowness, but he's patient toward you, not wanting any to perish, but all to attain to repentance. So then, As much as the delay is the Lord's, so also is the wisdom, the oil, the preparation. He is Alpha and Omega, beginning and end, founder and finisher of faith, yours. The wisdom of the wise is that it's all about Christ. For Christ, the Bridegroom, anoints and prepares you for his coming. He's the Bridegroom of his Bride, the Church. He's the Son of Man, the Son of the Living God, who suffered, died, and rose, and will come again to judge. He is the Christ that is the anointed one. He's anointed with the Holy Spirit. Oil is the symbol of the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament. And so he's, uh, the Spirit is the oil of gladness who's been given to Christ, as Psalm 45 says, as Hebrews points out, and Christ has him without measure. And Christ does everything for salvation. He redeems his bride, the church, which is also his body. And we, as Paul says, are members of his body. Not only through the communion of his body and blood. For, Paul says, in one spirit, we were all baptized into one body. You've been anointed too, for the Holy Spirit was poured out on us generously through holy baptism, the washing of rebirth and renewal, Paul says. And so you have been anointed by the Holy One. Besides, Christ is also the wisdom of God the wisdom from God. When Jesus was conceived, he received the spirit of wisdom. And a picture of this happened at his baptism when the spirit came down like a dove on Jesus. And Jesus, in his word and sacraments, sends the same spirit to you. And so you have the spirit, the wisdom from above. As James says, Christ the bridegroom anoints and prepares you for his coming. And he is coming soon. And you don't know when. The prepared enter. But Jesus isn't warning you to scare you, but to create some watchfulness. Be diligent. 2nd Peter says be diligent to be found by him without spot or blemish and at peace he gave himself that his church would be holy without spot or blemish not just her you as Zephaniah, Yes, Zephaniah says, The day of the Lord is near. The Lord has prepared a sacrifice and consecrated, sanctified his guests. And Zephaniah continues, Neither their silver nor their gold shall be able to deliver them on the day of the Lord's wrath. But the precious blood of Christ, more costly than gold or silver, will for you. And so, from foundations to oil, builders to bridesmaids, you can rest assured. You can sleep in peace. You can die and rise in his peace. For he is your peace, and there is no other foundation than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ, as Paul says. So also, the word about Christ, his word of forgiveness, the word of his death and resurrection for sinners, for you, that is the foundation the rock upon which he builds his church. Now he'll judge you, each of you, according to your deeds, your fruit. But he's got that covered too. I'm vine, your branches. In the wise, those with faith in Jesus, the spirit bears his fruit, in those who've been crucified with Christ. And you have been crucified with Christ, died with him, and also resurrected with him at baptism. Baptism is your daily appeal to God for a clean conscience. The Spirit himself works repentance and renews faith in you, through Christ's word and the sacraments. And so Christ not only anointeth thy head with oil, thy cup runneth over. He doesn't stop anointing till you're drenched, feeding till you're stuffed, pouring till it's spilling out everywhere. Nevertheless, As Paul warns, he catches the worldly wise, fools in their craftiness. For the Lord knows their thoughts that they're useless. For, as the psalmist says, he saves a humble people, but the haughty eyes he brings down. For he lights your lamp. The Lord, your God, lightens your darkness. Christ, the bridegroom, anoints and prepares you for his coming. And so, as Paul says, if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. In the name of Jesus.